Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability explicit or implied shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Night Shift. This is Susan Dentino, and I'm broadcasting live from W4CY Radio, and I am so excited to be, I say this every week, and you probably think I'm exaggerating, but I'm not. I'm always excited to spend this hour with you, and I've got a lot to talk about, so I want to thank you for joining me, and I think you're going to be happy that you did. So before we move on. I just want to tell everybody that first of all, my producer Rebel keeps an eye out on the W4CY radio chat room. So I want to welcome each and every one of you that are posting your questions and comments there. Also, I do have a Facebook chat room, which is the Night Shift group. I just had somebody join a few minutes ago. I keep my eyes on it throughout the show. I invite you to come on over, join there, post your question there. Starting in September, I'm going to be taking your phone calls. So start getting ready for that. I've been kind of holding back only because, again, just I... I don't know why, but I'm ready to do it now. So we'll be taking your phone calls as well. I look forward to to having some chats with some of you listeners that I know have been loyal for a while and getting your questions answered. But for now, if you have a question for me for a mini reading or for the topic of the day, you can post in either the W4CY chat room or you can post over in uh, the Facebook chat room, which, as I said, I will be checking as we go through. So what we are going to be talking about about today is the new moon, which we have coming up on the 11th, August 11th. But more importantly, I want to talk about what's going on astrologically tomorrow. Tomorrow is known as Lion's Gate, and it is 8-8-2018. So we have got three eights. Eights are a very powerful number. They're the infinity symbol. They're also a number of abundance. And when we talk about abundance in relation to the number eight, it's abundance in all aspects of your life. So what we're going to be talking about today is how to utilize that energy. And I'd like to everybody to really keep in mind as well. If you're listening to this in the replay, because my shows get posted over on iHeartRadio, so sometimes you might be listening to it and it's already past the 8-8, just know that you can still really utilize the information that you're getting from the show. Because the gateway that is called Lion's Gateway, even though they're saying tomorrow is the most powerful day, it's in effect until August the 12th. So it's called Lion's Gate Portal, and it goes from July 26th to August the 12th. And the most powerful, again, is August 8th. But as I said, if you 
aren't listening live and you listen to the replay, know that the information that I'm giving you is still information that you can use. So one of the things we're going to be talking about today is... We've got this energy going on again with this Lionsgate portal. We've got this energy with the new moon. And how do we make all of this work to our advantage? What is the best way to utilize it? And one of the things I have personally found is right now I'm in western New York. I'm broadcasting live from Buffalo. I go back and forth. Pretty much I live in Florida now. I live in southwest Florida. So that's my home. But my family, my kids, two of my children are in Buffalo. And businesses are here. So it kind of calls me back. So I usually come back, you know, for 10 days here and there. So right now I'm broadcasting out of Buffalo. And what I was really missing was my natural sea salt water. Okay. I'm finding that with this energy that we're getting right here from the the sun, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit more from the star series as well. I'm finding that I'm, you know, needing to ground. So if you're feeling a little bit like out of your body, like a little bit flighty and just feeling out of sorts. And again, we're not giving medical advice here by any stretch of the imagination. If it's something you need to get checked out, please do. But if you're feeling this has more to do with your energy, I really feel that getting involved with some type of sea salt is a great idea to get yourself grounded. So what I would suggest you do is take a sea salt bath if you're a bath person and Basically, you can buy sea salt in the spice counter. You don't have to spend a fortune on it. You can get, you know, all different types. I mean, I know there's Himalayan sea salt and things, but most of the time I just buy it over, like I say, in the spice section and, you know, one of those boxes and I throw it in my bath water. It does not have to be anything special. So just doing it if you're a bath person. If you're not a bath person, what I would suggest is get a washcloth or maybe one of those natural sponges that you can get and put some sea salt on it, get it wet, and then just kind of put it, you know, physically on your body. And allow that really that energy to just infuse you in the shower, you know, maybe just bring, you know, the washcloth and let the water just kind of flow over you. You can get the energy that way. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about grounding. But the reason I'm telling you all of this is because it's why I selected the deck for this evening that I selected, which is the Magical Mermaid and Dolphin deck. And I know most of you that listen know that this is one of my favorite decks, and I especially use it in Florida. So I actually had to search for it to be sure I had it here in Buffalo. But I just felt it was really timely. That will be the deck I'll be using to do the mini readings throughout the evening. And the card that I pulled for each and every one of you that are tuning in, whether it's now or whether it's in the podcast, is Accept Heaven's Help. A random pull. I just really love this card. Basically, we have a beautiful mermaid and she's sitting and she's reaching up and all these beautiful birds are flying from the heavens to her. And I believe they're doves and I'm going to say they're doves. I'm putting my glasses on to get a closer look at them. And she's just inviting these doves, which I feel are really heaven's assistance for whatever it is that this mermaid might need. And what this card is saying is you prayed for help, so get out of the way and let heaven help you. Now, what do you think this might mean? Well, we're going to be talking about setting intentions because we know that new moons are about setting intention. So the new moon is August 11th. That's coming up. So we want to really think about something that we might want to create and manifest. And I think what might happen at times is that we get so caught up in this law of attraction and we're keeping our minds razor focused on exactly what it is that we want to bring into our lives. And we might just try to do it all on our own and feel like, well, if this was really working, we don't need any help. Well, heaven is there to answer your prayers, whatever it is that you believe is the divine up there. And when I talk about this, I am not talking about this in a religious way. And it's not because I have anything at all against any type of traditional religion. It's just because I just like to more approach this from an energetic and a spiritual standpoint. So whomever you believe is up there watching over you, whether it's God, whether it's the divine Buddha, whatever name 
name it is that you give, Krishna. There's all different ways of interpreting this divine energy. Whatever you believe is up there, your prayers are being heard and they're being answered. So you want to allow yourself to receive the help that you've prayed for. And it can sometimes come in the most unusual ways. It can sometimes come. I'm thinking about this joke. I don't think I've ever told this on the air before. So if it's a repeat, forgive me. But and again, I'll be paraphrasing because I'm not super good with this. But anyways, there was this gentleman who was on a roof. Okay. And the floodwaters are all around him. And he's on this roof and the floodwaters are rising. And he's, he's talking to the heavens. And he's saying, please, God, save me. Please, God, save me. So first there comes a policeman in a police boat. And he said, come on, get in the boat. Get in the boat. Come on, I'm going to save you. And the gentleman goes, no, no, no. God's going to save me. No, no, no. So the policeman goes away. So then another boat comes up. And this is a fireman. And and he comes up and he goes, he goes, come on, get in the boat. The water is rising. I'm here to save you. And this gentleman goes, no, no, no. God's going to save me. God's going to save me. So then a helicopter comes because the water is so high and they drop a ladder down for this gentleman to crawl up. And he said, no, no, God's going to save me. And the water just totally comes over the house and the man drowns. So now the man gets to the pearly gates. The gates open and God is there. And the man comes up to God and says, what happened? I prayed. Why didn't you save me? And God looks at him and says, I sent you two boats and a helicopter. What more did you want? Okay, so sometimes the answer to our prayers come in unusual ways. It might not be exactly the way we expect them to come to us. And what this card is saying is to be open to getting the help you might need. Say you're looking to start a new business and you meet a friend that you haven't seen in years and they're looking for an investment possibility. And you think that the only way to get the money you need is from the bank. See, you've got to be just open to any and all possibilities of the way this can happen. So again, accepting heaven's help. When we get into the energy, we're going to be talking about this 8-8 energy of tomorrow. Think about what it is that you really want to bring into your life. And then think about the different ways that it could happen. What I mean by that is once we set our intention, once we really decide what it is that we want to create and bring into our lives, there's a certain releasement that has to let go because we have no control over the timing and how long this might take and what steps we might have to do to do this. The setting in the intention, and again, we'll, we'll use the idea of you want to start a business. So you're setting this intention, you want to start a business. And again, you're thinking of all different ways of the ways this could work. The one thing I want to just point out to you is just to be sure that you realize that you could have thought of all the possible ways that you could make this business work and something's going to come up that wasn't in your game plan and you have to be open. Last week's show, I talked all about synchronicity. So if you missed that, that's available on demand over on iHeartRadio. So synchronicity, just these instances of things that happen that really you can call them coincidences, but the thought is that there is always a reason why something happens. There's always a um, there's always a method to the madness of why this might happen. So again, with this whole investment idea, and you applied for all of these loans, and you're thinking this is the only way that you're going to be able to make this work. And like I said, all of a sudden you run into some entrepreneur that's looking for some investment potential, and at first you're going to think, well, this isn't traditional you know, that type of thing. You have to be open to accepting heaven's help. So keep that in mind as we talk about this energy in the show, that that's the card for all of you and also for those of you listening to the podcast. Okay. All right. So what is the deck? I I said that the deck is the magical dolphin and mermaid deck. It is published by Hay House and it is by Doreen Virtue. 
So we have a question. Speaking of abundance, can you tell me if you or the card see steady money coming to me? Okay, listener, what I am seeing around you is like, it's so funny because I'm overlooking the lake right now and there's all sailboats on the lake. And I feel this is such a metaphor for the way things have been going for you. However, I don't think that it's been smooth sailing. I think there's been a lot of rocky seas for you. I feel that that time for you is coming to an end. I feel that you are now going to be in a time of abundance. So I'm getting a yes with this. I do think that you're going to see some abundance coming into your life. So keep that in mind as we see what card gets pulled for you. Shuffling away. And the card is Blessed Change. And we've got a mermaid. And again, I love the idea that so many of these cards have got either a sun or moon image. It was another reason why I wanted to use this deck. So this sun is shining brightly. Now, when we talk about this Lion's Gate portal, the reason that we're calling it that is because the sun is in the astrological sign of Leo now. I actually created a pretty ingenious meme, even if I do say so myself, for my chat room. And uh, it's over on my Facebook page as well. So if you want to take a look at that, uh, where I have a, a picture of the new moon with this roaring lion, I get a big kick out of using this one app on my phone that I can animate it. So we've got this roaring lion. But that's the strong energy that we're in right now, the sun sign of lion. And the card says here, listener, blessed change, a major life change brings you great blessings. Blessings. And just so you know, I know sometimes people when I'm using these decks think, well, probably all of these messages are, you know, saying the same thing. It is not true. <laughs> there are some messages in here. Again, they're neg never negative because I don't ever do anything that I don't do dark readings. I don't do fear-based readings at all. So basically the cards I use are always very positive messages, but there will be cards in here that will give you advice that would not signify that this would be the time to make a decision, things like this. But this card is telling me that it is a very very much a time of abundance coming to you. What I find interesting about the card, in addition to this brilliant sun that's coming up, is that the mermaid is actually, it almost looks like she's doing a somersault. And it's exactly what I was seeing around you, listener, that really you've been kind of somersaulting. Again, those rocky waves I'm seeing around you, you've been going with the flow for the most part. But again, I think it's been a challenging time and I feel that time is coming to an end. So we've got some great news ahead for you. It says a major life change brings you great blessings. So we can really see this as being a time of abundance for you. So thank you so much for posting in the W4CY chat room. For those of you that might be in the Facebook chat room and you see Rebel's name coming up over and over again, it's because Rebel is my producer, so she posts my questions from the W4CY chat room into my night shift chat room over on Facebook. So when we talk about what's going on right now, we're talking about this Lion's Gate portal because we have the sun in the the sign of Leo, okay? Now, we also have an alignment, and I've said this before. When I talk astrology, I'm telling you as much as I know. I am by no means an expert, so sometimes some of the terms I use might be a little bit skewed, but you'll get the, you'll get the primary information. In addition to the sun being in the sign of Leo, we also have a star that's called Sirius. It's S-I- S-I-R-I-U-S. Sirius is known as like a spiritual sun. It's a star. And basically what it is, is the thought is that when this is aligned, it sheds a light on the earth that really illuminates our own inner light, our own divinity. So we have the sun and we've got the Sirius and it's somewhere in the constellation of Orion, which again, like I said, I don't know the specifics, but I know that it's lined up in such a way 
that not only are we getting the nurturing energy of the sun, we are also getting this enlightened energy that's coming from the star Sirius. So we are really being bombarded with very positive energy. So this is why I'm suggesting this whole idea about the sea salt baths and the idea of grounding. When I talk about grounding, what it is is creating like cords that we imagine, we visualize cords growing from the bottom of our feet and going deep into Mother Earth. So these cords really will keep us firmly planted on the earth. So we have this water image that I'm using because we're talking about mermaids and the dolphins and everything. And now we have this earth image of us being firmly planted and the air image of the moon, the sun. We've got all of that going on. And really, Leo is, I'm almost positive. I better check though. I want to say Leo's a fire sign but I'm not sure about that. I'm almost positive. So so we have all of the elements going on right now, all coming together in a very positive way. Now, I know those of you that tuned in last week, we talked about Mercury being in retrograde. So that, in some respects, can be a little bit of a different energy, but the overwhelming energy of these things combined are really giving us an opportunity to really bring some positive changes into our lives. It's also going to be a time where we're going to be focusing on ourselves and what it is that we enjoy doing. It's really a time as much as we're illuminating our spiritual side, we are also taking a good look at our humanness. So it's a time to play. It's a time to find pleasure in life. It's a time for enjoyment. And it's interesting because I'm wearing quite a few crystals today. I did a Facebook Live a little while ago, talked a little bit about this topic. And I've got Laramar on, which is a beautiful blue crystal. And a Laramar, it's also known as a dolphin stone. And it reminds you to play. It reminds you to lighten up. Right now, any blue stones, Chalcedon would be another one, aqua, any stones that are blue would be really beneficial for you with this energy because it's so much reminding you to go with the flow, to enjoy your life, to get out and have some fun. So focusing on all of that is really important. Then on top of it, we've got the whole numerology aspect of all of these eights that are coming up tomorrow. And eight being the sign of abundance, eight being the sign of infinity, all of these things coming together. So it really is an extremely positive time. So another way to ground walking barefoot, again, visualizing those roots coming from the bottom of your feet and going deep into the planet. And when you walk barefoot on grass, on the sand, if you can get near a beach, I mean, getting again into a natural body of salt water would be fantastic if it's possible, especially tomorrow with that heightened energy. The other thing you can do is eat some root vegetables. So eating something like carrots, potatoes, turnips, sweet potatoes, anything like that that's earth-related, that's really like, you know, in the earth, that will help ground you. So over on my YouTube station, which is my name, I actually have a video about grounding that I did a while ago. I was doing uh, Saturdays with Susan, and I have to say, since I've been doing so much traveling, or else having people coming into town. I haven't, I think I did too, but the one I did was on grounding and also cutting your cords. They're both really beneficial. Again, it's over on YouTube if you want to take a look at that. So if you're feeling like you really, you know, again, need to feel connected to the planet, remember the importance of grounding. And again, this is all energy. This is all visualization. This is all intention. So let me grab my glasses and see. Isn't it strange, as we were growing up, we never wanted to get grounded, and now that we are older, we keep trying to get grounded. Sorry, I've been rambling a bit lately. Can you ask the cards what they see going on with me, please? I love that, and thank you for sharing that. It is really true. I think that, you know, as we get older, different things are important to us. But I think when we talk about grounding, I do believe the energy on the planet is different than it was 
years ago. There's a line of thinking, and again, I'm not trying to convert anybody here, but there's a line of thinking that we're physically going through a time where we're changing dimensions, that we're actually going to be seeing things in a much different way. It's one of the theories as to why we're having this weird weather, because Mother Earth is actually cleansing herself, getting ready for the shift into the fifth dimension. And there's a ton of information about that if it interests you at all online. You know, if you Google this, you will see this ascension process and all these different things. I do believe we're in the middle of that process, and I don't know enough about it to really talk about it. I should really get somebody on the show that is an expert in the field because it's fascinating. And the bottom line is the paradigm of the third dimension is falling away, and we're stepping into a new way of living, a way where, you know, we really use our our intuition more, that our law of attraction manifesting forces are even greater, all of these things coming together. And the beauty about all of this is once it's accomplished, it's supposed to create a totally peaceful planet, that there'll be no need for the competition, the war, etc., etc. Again, like I said, like astrology, I know just enough about this to be dangerous, but I think that's why grounding, cutting your cords, so many things to do with energy are very important right now because I do feel we are going through this energetic shift. So um, let's pull a card for you to see what's going on with you. But again, it's interesting because I'm seeing some positive changes coming up for you, listener. So I find when I do readings on the show, and just to keep in mind, these are mini readings, and that's exactly, I pull one card. If you're ever interested in a more detailed reading, all the readings that I offer are on my website, which is my name, susandintino.com. So know that you can go over there if you want to book something that's a little bit more detailed. But I really feel, again, that you too, listener, it's been a bit of a topsy-turvy time for you. So let's see what the cards have to say. Friendship. Okay. So what this card is saying is make a date for a play date with me or more friends. So, okay. What does this have to do with? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The question that you asked. What I'm seeing around you and so much of what I'm really feeling for so many people right now is that multitasking has become an art form and nobody's doing it very well. I think there's so many different things going on that we're doing many things not very well. So I feel with you, listener, you've got a lot of busyness around you. I also feel you're an expert at giving, not so much at receiving. I believe this card has come in for you because it's reminding you that it's time for you to get some self-care in. And this friendship card, I certainly can interpret it literally with people that you enjoy being with, but I'm also feeling this is about you making friends with yourself. So I'm almost seeing you doing some self-care things where you might be alone, like maybe going to see a movie that nobody else wants to see except you. I'm really feeling this card is inviting you to take some time for yourself, to take some time to just be. So self-care, self-nurturing would be very beneficial for you right now. And again, looking at your auric field, I'm also seeing some orange in it, which is telling me that there's a creative project. And this could be something like a hobby, but I see something creative that you've been wanting to do. It's interesting. I don't know if you're a cook or a baker or something, but it almost seems that it's got something to do with that. It's like I'm seeing like a... You have to see what I do this show. I do so much hand gestures, if anybody would watch me. But it's almost like uh, somebody stirring something or whatever. I feel that that has something to do with this, something creative. And it could just be that it's a day that you just want to make yourself a nice loaf of banana bread. But I'm just feeling like this has something to do with it. So whatever this creative project is, it's it's time for you to start baking it. 
It's time for you to really enjoy and have some friends, time with yourself and, and have some fun. So I leave that with you, listener. Thank you so much for joining me. Okay, uh, somebody is saying, are the birds flying to her or from her? The birds are flying to her. I actually put the card back in the deck because what you're doing is you're receiving. So heaven's help is coming down in the sign of the birds. The birds were doves. So I definitely, first of all, that's very associated with the divine whenever we see doves. Also, I feel peace comes in with doves. So I feel that bringing heaven's help has so much to do with a peaceful presentation of this coming in. So yes, it was flying to her. Okay, so, okay, you are welcome, listener, who just thanked me for the readings. Are the birds, okay, I answered that. How do we know what we want? What happens if you are wanting the wrong stuff? Well, I think it's interesting because every once in a while I do these meditations that Oprah and Deepak Chopra do. I just like to change up my meditation routine. There's times that I meditate on a daily basis. So most of the time I just set a timer and I sit in meditation for 20, 25 minutes. But sometimes I want to change it up. And this one that they were doing really interested me. I think I've done it before. It's um, 21 days and it's about manifesting your desire. And we're, you know, they started and then like they like the five days, I think I'm on day, I'm a little bit behind, but I think I'm like on day 16 or 17, something like that. But you can't start listening to it now because they eliminate the first few days. Now what they're doing is they do give it free. I give them credit, but for, you know, you can only listen for so long and then they, they cut it out. And then of course they're trying to sell the program. But one of the interesting things about manifesting, which is all about the law of attraction and creating and bringing the things into your life that you want. One of the interesting things about it that Deepak Chopra said is that one of the caveats about manifesting is to do no harm. So I would say when you really are manifesting, you don't want to be attempting to create something that's going to harm yourself or harm another person. Now, when you're saying, what if you want the wrong stuff? I think that would just depend on what it is. Now, if you're looking to bring something in that's going to hurt somebody else or to hurt yourself, I would say that for the most part, that would be pretty difficult to manifest because this whole law of attraction in the universe is all love-based. So it's really assisting you or, or, well, really it's assisting you. You really can't benefit, really can't manifest for somebody else. And I think happiness is a great example. You can't make somebody happy. I know as a mom, you know, when I look at my children and I visualize them being happy and I send them that kind of blessing, but as much as I might try, I cannot manifest happiness for them. You can only manifest things like that for yourself. So you really can't manifest, like say you'd want to manifest a new car for somebody, that would be a challenge. Now I would say that would be something you could probably do. I think something like a physical thing, like say you really wanted to take care of your parents, you wanted to reward them. But see, even in doing that, you're actually manifesting for yourself, even if you were giving them the car. It would be a tricky situation trying to manifest for somebody else. So I guess you would have to define what wrong stuff is. I mean, basically, we're entitled to whatever it is that we would want, as long as you're following the, the caveat of do no harm. You could really manifest every anything that you want. So if it's something that you're trying to manifest that is not good for you, then I think you need to take a step back and ask yourself why it is that you would want something like that. What is it going to bring to your life? And when we're talking about manifesting and we're talking about divine guidance, just keep in mind that it should always come from a love base. What I mean by that is if you're getting guidance and you're getting messages that make you feel fearful or make you feel negative, chances are these are not coming from the divine. There's a belief that 
we have this beautiful part of us that is a spark of divinity, that each and every one of us were created with a spark of this this piece of, of the divine, this piece of God. And we have it, you know, people call it the soul, and that's the part of us that never dies. It's the part of us that's eternal. And there's a belief that you've got this that's all about unconditional love, all about giving that love and receiving love. So the beauty part of our soul is that that's it. It's all love, the divine, all love. Now, we have another part of ourselves that is our survivor self, so to speak, our ancient brain, actually, if you study neuroscience. And this part of us is all protective, all right? It remembers when we were living in caves and we're fighting saber-toothed tigers, okay? So it's all protective. This ego, which you will sometimes see used in metaphysical writings, they'll talk about it as the ego. This ego is very fear-based. So anything that the ego tells us, for the most part, is going to be fear-based. So that's how you can usually tell if the messages that you're getting are coming from a place of love. It's divine guidance that you can trust. If they're coming from a place of fear, it's that old ancient brain, that ego kicking in, telling you all the reasons why you should be fearful. All the reasons why this wonderful idea that you had of starting this new business isn't going to work because you don't have the money, you don't have the time, and who are you kidding to think that you can start a business? How familiar does that sound to some of you that are listening? That voice in the back of your head. Sometimes it'll take on a teacher that was negative, maybe a parent that was less than supportive with some of the things that you did. The ego can take on all different forms, but the most important thing to remember about it is that the ego tends to be very fear-based, and it's going to make you feel fearful. So, if you meditate, and I strongly advise and invite each and every one of you to, that are tuning in to get into a regular meditation practice, and you're wondering, how do I know if this is divine guidance? That's the question you ask. How does the thought make you feel? If it's something that's saying that you need to change, say that, again, you're in a career path that you literally feel sick every time you have to go to work, but obviously you need to make money, but it just doesn't seem to be working for you and it's not what you saw yourself doing at this point. And you're in meditation and you get this idea that it's time for you to get your resume together, that it's time for you to really start looking for a different job. And when you first have that thought, I'm snapping my fingers here, you feel thrilled and excited and you're all ready to go and then all of a sudden you're thinking, wait, a minute, then this is going to be a change. And I've been at this place for 20 years. So how am I going to deal with this change? Now you see even just the difference. Now you get the idea, get the resume together, you're full of positivity, you're full of hope, you're full of dreams fulfilled. Then all of a sudden that naysayer kicks in. And again, it can be your voice. It can be like, you know, sometimes you see those uh, those shows where you've got a little devil on your shoulder and a little angel on your shoulder. Well, see, that's the whole devil side of you. And again, I'm not speaking religiously. I'm speaking metaphorically. That's your negative side. That's your your side that's telling you all the reasons why this isn't going to work. And then you've got your other side there saying, hey, you know what? You can do this. You can do this. Trust trust. And this is, again, where heaven comes in to help you, where your prayers get answered. So keep that in mind. So let me just take a look. I have to keep on putting my glasses on. Does heaven provide help or can we not always see it? I think that can happen in all different ways. I have to share a little story with you because this was interesting. Right now, again, I've lived in this downtown Buffalo area on and off uh, for a while. I never really got that used to it. This was more like my husband wanted to be close to work. I really, you know, was living in Florida. We would both do the back and forth thing, so we were never separated for that long. But he knew this area much better than I did. Most of the time, I have to put my GPS on. So they're doing construction, right? Right. So they're doing construction here and one of the main ways to get in and out of the city. So the other day I'm coming home and for some reason I just got a hit. I was not supposed to get off where I normally get off. 
And I have found that when these things happen, I don't question them, okay? So I thought, okay, so I'll just go to the next exit, right? So I go to the next exit to get off, and now this next exit takes me in the opposite direction of where I want to be because there's all kind of detours because this bridge that's called the Skyway is under construction, and it's only going in one direction. So I take the Skyway, which now I'm going even further outside the city. I take the Skyway out and I'm thinking okay now what because now the skyway is not working in the other direction because it's closed and now I got to figure out how to get back and I put it in my GPS and my GPS is trying to take me on the skyway which is closed and it was I'm thinking to myself why did I get the hit not to go this way I don't understand it. So I must have turned around a hundred times and finally this car stopped and asked me what was going on. And I said, I'm trying to get downtown. I can't get on. Well, this person was so kind. He actually waited for me to turn around. He had a whole car full of family. He waited for me to turn around one more time and follow him until I knew where I was going. And I thought, okay, maybe that's why this happened. I still, to be honest, did not understand it because it took me twice as long to get home. But I figured there had to be a reason. And maybe it was the reason because of the connection he and I made. Maybe he needed to do this act of kindness for some reason. I don't know. But see, that's the whole thing. You never know. Now, all I was, you know, saying, get me home. I was praying to get home. And you don't know how it's going to happen. It might not always be the way you expected to happen. You know, I mean, I would have expected heaven's help would have been my GPS working in my car. But again, I probably should have used my phone because the GPS, you know, unless you update them all the time, was unaware that the Skyway, yes, was closed. So it can happen in any way. You just have to be open to all possibilities. Like I said, what we talked about last week, the synchronicity. So we have somebody here. So yeah, that's a great question. So it, it, you know, sometimes heaven works in a different way. And based on the law of attraction, which is based on science, I mean, more and more science is proving this whole idea that like attracts like. So when you put out a positive thought, when you say a prayer, when you ask for something with intention, Yes, you should get it back. It might not happen exactly the way you think it will, or it might not happen in as, you know, as quickly as you would like it to happen, but it will happen. So I'm going to say a yes. Okay, can I have a mini reading? So um, Deborah Hooks is saying lapis. I'm probably talked about lapis is a great stone. Yes, for um, for what we're talking about right now. And I'm going to do a quick reading for you, Deborah, because I think you're the one, and I believe that's why. Oh, see, Rebel just posted. The element of fire is associated with the signs Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Thank you, Rebel, for sharing that. And it also rules the first, fifth, and night. Ninth houses, as one would expect, those graced by fire are fiery indeed. They are enthusiastic and sometimes larger than life. That totally describes a Leo. So now we've got all of our elements. Thank you so much, Revel, for posting that. So we've got our fire, we've got our air, and we've got our water. Uh, so we've got all of the elements that and the earth by grounding. So, Deborah, let's see what card we pull for you. And thank you for sharing that because I do believe lapis is another good stone to be using right about now. So the card I pulled for you is Mother Healing. As your feelings towards your mother heal, your desires manifest more accurately and rapidly. I think this is a great card to come up because it definitely, now again, Deborah, hopefully this card resonates with you. But I will often find when I pull this card, sometimes when I'm doing reading, people look at me and say, I get along fine with my mother. I have no idea what that's about. 
So when we look at this card, we see that the mermaid is sitting on the beach and she's holding her mer son. Okay. There's a, two little mer boys with her. So sometimes I feel that this card comes in to remind you to heal your own inner child. And again, that reading I did a little while ago for that person with the self nurturing, taking care of yourself. So Deborah, if this does not resonate with you, if your relationship with your mom is great, then this is about you healing your own divine child. When we talk about a divine or inner child, basically what we're talking about is that part of ourselves. I always like to visualize it as our own little Peter Pan, that part of ourselves that never grows up, that is always innocent, that always reminds us to play. And sometimes what happens along the way is our inner child kind of takes takes a break. You know, it can be from a traumatic event in our childhood. It can be because we weren't nurtured the way we thought we should be nurtured. There's all different reasons where this part of us can kind of go, you know, and just kind of go off and play on its own. And if you have found that it's really hard for you to get silly and just kind of allow yourself to be funny and childlike, inner child work can be very beneficial. And there's meditations out there that you can do. I do one that's really effective and I haven't done it in a while. I should probably do it and get it up on my website. But basically what you can do is you can get in an elevator. And again, remember this is visualization and you just push the button And when you're doing this exercise, you would push a button that would take you back, like, you know, like whatever you consider yourself, say like nine, start at nine, and then it goes from nine down to zero or whatever. You press a button and go back to whatever number comes to you. And for me, the first time I did this, it took me back to when I was five. I get off the elevator and I'm immediately standing in my kindergarten class and I'm pounding on the window because my mother is walking away from me. I was not a happy school goer by any stretch of the imagination. I wanted to stay home and be with my mother. So I really, that was a vivid memory for me. Once you get this memory, then you will understand where maybe your inner child kind of diverted off and away from your energy. And what you can do, and I always visualize a huge rocking chair, and my adult self sits in this huge rocking chair, and then I take my inner child, now this would be this little five-year-old who had bangs that were cut like like a half an inch from her forehead because my father would cut my hair. That was enough trauma. I'm sure no wonders my inner child took off. But anyways, I can visualize myself at that age and I sit her in my lap and you make eye contact with your inner child as an adult making eye contact with your child. This is all in meditation. And what you do is you say all the things that you wish somebody would have said to you at that age. So, for instance, for me in this situation, you are safe. You are very loved. Anything like that. And then while I'm saying it to this inner child, I'll cuddle, I'll hold. The first time I did it, I did it in a workshop and I don't remember it was years ago and I will tell you I was sobbing it was so moving so it's really very beneficial to do something like that to really help yourself heal and also this works if you've had any issues with one of your parents where you go into a meditation and you talk to your parents the way sometimes it's very difficult to tell your parents how you feel and if you feel that they could have nurtured you more or things like that. So what you do is you make eye contact with your parent. And again, the key here is you don't want to get into any real negativity. And what I mean by that, if if you had an issue with a parent and maybe they were the type of parent that verbally was very caustic in their comments and weren't supportive, you would just look at them and say, it hurt me a great deal when you would say X, Y, and Z to me, you know, and This can be the first step towards forgiveness, especially with a parent, is beginning to have this conversation with them. And this works as well if your parent has crossed over to have these conversations. And sometimes those are even more effective because you'll find that your parent will actually come in a visitation and have a real 
real sophisticated conversation. You might think you're making it all up, but I'm telling you, if you get into meditation and you go with this and you sit down and you have a conversation with your parent and say the things that you were never able to say when your parent was alive or maybe can't even say to them now, it can be extremely healing. So this card can be interpreted in two ways, Deborah. It can either be about your healing with your own mom, in which case that would definitely assist you and uh, as we've got the uh, sirens going through here I don't know if you can hear that but that would definitely assist you in your own healing if that's the case or re reacquainting yourself and bringing your inner child back in so Deborah thank you so much for posting about the lapis and also um, posting in the chat room and asking your question so let's see Okay, do you have it with them live or as if they are there? So I'm assuming this is referring to the parents. And what I'm going to say is it would be wonderful if we could have that type of conversation with our parents. But sometimes it's not always doable. I have a book out called Songs of My Life, Slightly Out of Tune. And as the title would suggest, it's a humorous approach to everything that I learned along the way. And in the whole idea of do no harm, I was really careful with some of the things that I put in the book, but I really felt that I had to talk about my experience with my parents, and I just felt it was going to be healing for me and also healing for my relationship and everything that it might benefit, that it might do to benefit other people. It was the only chapter in the book that I was concerned about because my mom was still with us, and I had really thought that, because it wasn't that it was nasty, but it might have been less than flattering, and my mother might might not have perceived herself that way. And again, remember, it's all perception. It's one person's perception after another. So I had devised this whole plan. She had problems with her eyes. I thought, okay, I'm going to give her the book in a large print, and I'm going to just eliminate that chapter. Well, my mother ended up crossing over before the book came out, so they had eliminated that problem. But I talk about um, the name of the chapter. Each chapter is a song title, a little bit skewed. And the name of that chapter is Release Me. And I talk about how I had been so tied in to my parents, and especially after my dad died, how I was trying to fill that void for my mother and about how challenging it was and how miserable I was because I was on this whole path of making her happy when the only thing she really wanted was my father back. And there was nothing I could do, obviously, but I can't tell you. And if you read the book, you'll see how many things I did to try and really help her and make her happy. And it was really writing that book. That was something I could have never told her face to face. I could have never said the things I said in the book. And like I said, again, it's not, you know, she wouldn't have considered them flattering because it really, you know, pictured her as being demanding, which was the way me and my siblings perceived her. But it was something that had to be said. And it made me feel really good to get that out. And I think, again, it's said, you know, in a lighthearted way, there's some very funny parts to it. But um, again, so sometimes saying it live doesn't always work, in which case you use a visualization and it can be just as effective and nobody's feelings get hurt. So I can see we are now at the end of our time together, which I totally appreciate. This show will be up on iHeart within the next 24 to 48 hours. And I also have a program note. I'm going to be on again, W4CY, this Thursday, special time at 12 noon Eastern time. I'd love to have you come and join me. I'll be up again doing mini readings. So come on over. We'll have a lot of fun. Spend your lunch time with me. And until then, I want to remind each and every one of you to live, love, and laugh. I'll see you next week. 